So let your word be strong. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Hey, good morning, church. I'm so glad you're with us. I am with Eli, my son, today. Yes. We're doing things a little bit different. We are not in our church auditorium. We are in our complex, which is at our offices. This is the place where our youth ministry happens and sisterhood happens. And so it's a great place. And so we're filming here. We're just, we just want to mix it up a little bit and uh, change the way we're doing it. And so we're glad you are with us. I want our church to know we miss seeing you in person. And for all of you that are online, we love you. We continue to pray for you and we'll always be here for you, continuing to lift you up. So thank you again for tuning on uh, the, the uh, website with us or wherever you are, whether it's Facebook, or YouTube. So we're just glad you're here. We love you. Thanks for joining us. We are in a series. Eli and I are going to work together through today's message, but we're in a series called Better Together. And in this series, we have some things going on to help maybe invite some of you to be able to come back to our in-service person, our in-person services, if it's okay for you to do so. And so let me remind you of the events that are happening. On November 8th, we have a coffee camper that's going to be at our in-person services. And so we would love for you to come get coffee, uh, enjoy the day with us. November 15th, we have our baptisms at the church, and that's going to be exciting. I uh, can't wait to see people make a public declaration of their faith. Uh, we have a food truck that's going to be there after the service. We have baby dedications on November 22nd, and that's exciting. We're going to do communion on November 22nd as well. And then on the 29th, we have our Heart for the City offering. And so basically that's a, a day where we receive one offering that goes towards serving our city and blessing other ministries in our town. So all that's happening. So today, though, we are going to begin this message called Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. Right. Now, I know that's kind of a... a um, I don't know, maybe a cheesy little statement, but I love but it. it. Works. I love it. it. Works. I love it. And so teamwork is why we're here. We're going to team up and do this together today. So before I let Eli take off, let me give a little introduction to this topic today about teamwork making the dream work. And I will say to you that in my past, some of my favorite stories come from being on a serve team. And I love serve teams and I love what it does as far as helping us be connected and serve together and all that comes with that. In uh, my previous uh, time in church, before I was a pastor, uh, I, I had a job and I, and I worked and I served in my local church. And one of my favorite roles was serving as the head usher for our church. Nice. <laughs> now, Eli was high school age, so like I was probably a senior in high school and yeah. I was the head usher. You're doing a lot in high school. I was busy. I loved it. Now, back then, though, we were formal. So like the ushers, we wore blue blazers. I had a, a light blue shirt on. And we had ties on. I had a red tie. That's a lot. It was There's great. a lot happening there. Now, that's not it, though. Listen, I actually had a gold pin with my name on it that said Head Usher. It was great. Fancy. And uh, Fancy. so I loved it. And the ushers, we had our own closet because we had all these blue blazers in there. We bought a bunch of blue blazers. So if someone didn't wear their blazer to church that day, I put them in a blazer. I was like, wow. you got to get ready, man. That's like official, official. <laughs> it was That's so, something. It was so official. So I remember, though, um, just being involved in church and that connected me to other people. 
I loved that it put me in contact with other leaders. And, and so serving was a big part of just helping me have a sense of belonging in the church. And so I loved that. I loved it so much. So our church, the same. Serving just brings us all together. And we really, we're really able to serve the kingdom in a greater way because what we can do on our own never compares to what we can do with other people. Right. So we can always reach more people, help more people, encourage more Amen. people, and make a bigger difference with our lives when we are together serving. That's good. So um, a verse to get us started, 1 yep. Corinthians 3, 9 says, For we are co-workers in God's service. So we are co-workers. So that means that everyone that is involved in service, uh, serving in our church, we're just co-workers. We're doing this together. We're doing ministry together. And I think every healthy church, every vibrant church is just full of people, men and women and young people serving together. Absolutely. And so listen, if you're a, a youth, if you're you know middle school, there's a place for you to serve yes. as well. We, we want to see everybody be a part. I was a senior in high school heading our usher ministry. So there's a place for everyone. That's, That's right. right. Tell them, Eli, come on, That's students right. get involved. Another verse that helps us with this is Ephesians 4, 16. It says, he makes a whole body fit together perfectly. So in a you know physical body, you know, we have arms and shoulders and, you know, I mean, so like we, it all goes together. Yep. The church is a body and we all fit together. It says as each part does its own special work, it helps all the parts grow. So the whole body's healthy and growing. So what it, trying to bring us to is teamwork makes God's dream work. Teamwork yes. makes the dream work. That is true. And so the body wants to be fit together and how we fit is through serving. And so everyone has a role. So we want to invite everyone today to be a part of serving in our church. Right. So I'm going to turn it over to Eli. He's going to take us into our main text for the day. And we're going to go through several great things to help, to help us all get involved. Absolutely. Well, last week we talked about in our sermon, uh, you talked about that Jerusalem was filled with people um, from all the region that came and they spoke in different languages. So there were several different languages that were spoke. Um, the first church quickly grew into the thousands, which really is more like five or 6,000 people the first church had. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a lot of people, especially then, like five or 6,000. Now that'd be a lot, especially then, that's a lot. So we're going to be looking at Acts 6 today. And so we're going to pick up the story um, where a church is struggling to, to meet all the needs of the body. And so we're going to look at this. So this is coming from Acts 6, 1 through 7. And it says this. It says, but as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God and not running a food program. So yes, so in other words, they should be, you know, it'd be hard for you to be outside in the parking lot. It'd be hard for you to be greeting. It'd be hard for you to be ushering. It'd be hard for you to be singing. <laughs> for sure. No comment there, but it'd be hard for you to be doing all that stuff and then trying to preach. Yes. So that's why having serve teams is so important. So it says here, again, it says, so we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program or serving. And so brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom, and we will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea. I like that. Everyone liked the idea. Everyone was happy. Good. And they chose the following. And now we're going to go through some names here, so <laughs> bear with me. 
These names are a little hard to read, so if I mess up, you know, don't email me saying, like, you know, figure out your, like, your, you know, here we go. So the first one is Stephen. He was a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. We have Philip. We have Prochorus. Is that close enough? Prochorus? by me. Nicanor? Nicanor? <laughs> I don't think so. Timon? Tim- <laughs> Timon? I don't know. Parmenas? <laughs> I see why you gave me the verse. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then Nicholas of Antioch. And these seven, they were presented to the apostles who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread, and the numbers of believers grew greatly and increased in Jerusalem. And many of the Jewish priests were converted too. So today, me and my dad, we're going to break this uh, scripture down into five parts. So the five parts we're going to talk about is the first one is the need, the dream, the answer, the heart, and the results. <laughs> That's so good. That's exactly why I gave you the verse. You didn't but, want to read about Nicanor. And... <laughs> our church body is quite used to me messing up names, so you're fine. Thank you so, for the grace, everyone online. At, you're so. great. You're great. Hey, so Eli mentioned we're going to break this scripture down into five parts, yep. and the first one is the need. And so just back to that text in Acts 6.1, it says, As the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. And so with any church that's growing, uh, problems tend to grow along with a growing church because there's no perfect churches. Nothing uh, in any church is ever exactly perfect the whole time. And as the church grows, it just creates new demands. And so on this early church, this was the first church, they were experiencing the, the problems of growth. Good problems, but still problems nonetheless. And this happens in every church. Whenever there is a lack of volunteers and a lack of people serving, then many needs go unmet. And so it's frustrating to people. And it's just, it's a, it causes even for the leadership to burn out because they're trying to do everything when there aren't enough people to serve. And so there's a nice quote that we've used often in our church, and I like it, but it says that our church is not built on the talents of a few leaders, but on the sacrifices of many volunteers. So good. That's a great quote. It's, it's great, great because, listen, if it's only dependent on a few talented people, and, and we're making kind of a leap right here that we're talented people. <laughs> You're very talented. <laughs> well, we can't read the names in the Bible. Worship but we'll, team, <laughs> reading names. We're going to pretend we're talented, but, but yes. the church cannot be built on just the talents of a few people. Right. We need everyone's involvement. And this church was in a place of needs. Eli, share with them a little bit what's coming up that might help us highlight some of the needs. Absolutely. We're going to look kind of ahead uh, for a little bit and just kind of cast some vision for what this next year kind of may look like. And so as we approach the new year, we are planning and anticipating for just so many more opportunities to come through Life Church. And we've had already a great year so far. I'm just going to kind of highlight a couple things as well. But in 2021, we're going to begin to launch kids' ministries for both the 9.15 and the 11 a.m. service. 11.15 a.m. service. Perfect. So yes, if you're in there and you're a parent and you're watching this right now, there is going to be a space for your child. It's going to be amazing. So we'll launch that in 2021. Also, sometime in 2021, we're going to be doing setup and teardown again. So we got setup and teardown coming. The church, it, I mean, we there's a lot to set up and a lot to tear down. And it, really, we have some strong volunteers there, but we're asking just for a little bit more as well. It's going to be an amazing time when we get that going. We will also expand our host teams. So what, is that our host, what are our host teams? So we have parking, we have greeters, 
Um, we have security, amazing, we just have some amazing people in our security and greeters and parking, and also our first time guest experiences. Hey, don't forget those ushers. And the ushers. They're they don't wear up. a blue blazer, but we have ushers. And they are, and you, <laughs> they're incredible. We have just some incredible people that are serving right now. And if you're a first time guest coming at the table as our, at our Welcome Home Center, we're going to be giving out t-shirts as well. So if you're going to be coming in for the first time, you're going to get an awesome t-shirt. So great. It's going to be amazing. So that's just a few things that are coming up in the life of our church here in 2021. Hey, so many good things coming and I love it. Uh, one of the things that we are also going to do, especially uh, in a way this impacts you at home that are in need of having to participate at home, is we're going to go to a fully online live church experience. Yep. Now, maybe you don't know, you probably do realize, but we pre-record our messages. And so like right now, this is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. But um, this will be what is shown on Sunday. And then our worship is in a week behind and it's all been captured and prepared for you on Sunday. But um, what we plan on doing is getting the equipment together. And we have been blessed with a few um, just some generous people have helped us uh, provide in a way to buy much of the equipment we need. We're not completely there, but, um, but we, we will be able to go fully live on our church services. So what that means is, is sometime about the first of the year, you'll be able to watch the service as it's actually happening, and you'll feel like you're more part of it. And so yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, also, just so you'll know, Eli is going to be our online church campus director. And so it's yeah. a little bit of a new added role to what he's doing. And so we want to treat this, what we're doing, only it's going to be live, as a campus for us. Like yeah. we want to put more emphasis on it and do even a better job of engaging people that are online. That's right. And so that's, that's right. what's coming with that. I'm looking forward to that. Eli, what does that mean in terms of volunteers, though? So, yeah, so volunteer-wise, guess what? You are needed and wanted. So things that we do need right now. So we need tech support to make this happen. There's a lot of technology and stuff that goes into this. We need people that can operate cameras. And honestly, we're just looking for you to show up. We'll train you on how to do things. We're going to train you how to do that. Photography is another big one that we're going to see people um, being able to do because just everything that goes on a screen is so important. As well as we're going to train people how to be online serviced hosts. So that means during the Sunday morning message, you can be on there and you can uh, just be welcoming people as they're joining in on the chat. You can be talking to them. Also, there'll be a time later in the week where you can be praying for those needs that are coming through online as well. So there's a lot of different areas for you to get involved if you, if you are still online watching at home. Man, 2021 is going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I love it. I'm I excited. love it. I'm really excited about it too. And um, one of the things that um, we want to do as we think about 2021 is just kind of understand that the church has a dream. We have a dream, but if we're looking back at that first church and they were operating out of a dream, yep. talk a little bit about that, Eli, the so, dream. So the, the dream for the, for the early church was to continue to reach people, to grow disciples, and to grow the church. If that sounds familiar, because that's exactly what we want to do. We want to reach more people. Yep. We want to grow disciples. We do that through our life groups, if you're in a life group. Um, and we also want to continue to grow the church. The gospel is the good news. We don't want to just hold this in. We want to take it to the world. So we want to grow the church. And we also, in the text, it says people got involved with serving. So getting new people involved with serving. So Acts 6.4 says this. It says, then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. 
So the dream wasn't just about prayer and teaching. It wasn't just about that, but it was the result of prayer and preaching that got yeah. them there, which is all about people being saved and becoming strong in the faith and seeing the church grow. And that's, that's right. what we want to do here at Life Church. We want to see the church grow. We want to see people get saved, mm. see people uh, live in freedom, mm-hmm. uh, and just seeing that there's a hope. There's a better day tomorrow coming. And so that's that. what we're all about here. So our dream is the same dream. Yep. So we want to help people find life in Jesus. A couple things that we're going to highlight there right now is that the dream is working. Even in 2020 chaos pandemic, <laughs> the dream is working, Amen. right? The yes, dream, it's so great. It's, it's alive. Amazing. It is. So last week we had seven people make decisions to, come, to become followers of Jesus Christ. Seven people. So if you're in the chat right now and you can do that, put up the praise hands, put up some amens in there, because that is great news. So get in the news. chat, light it up in there. It's amazing. Seven people. I mean, it's working. Listen, that is seven people who are now written in the Lamb's Book of Life, eternity, lives are completely changed, sins are forgiven. Uh, it, it's so great. It's it, what it's all about. It doesn't get so better great. than that. It does not get better than that. And then also in the past two weeks, we've seen 10 families for the very first time come to Life Church. And that's awesome. Those families represent other people in those families too. So we've seen several just new people showing up during COVID-19, during this pandemic time, mm. and they're coming to visit church. Incredible. We also have Travis and Michelle McCracken who are leaving our city serve day, and they saw 20 people at their last city serve day volunteering. That's and so, so just shout out to them in that ministry. It's incredible what's going on I there. love it. Good job, Travis. Our Good job, Michelle. church is going strong. Our Echo Youth this past week had 33 students come. I mean, that... Come on, there's revival happening in our student ministry. I love it. There's people. We had 21 people at our Life Young Adults this week as well. And we're seeing people participate in our online services from California and Mm -hmm. Texas and Ohio. Like this thing is working. Life Church, what we're doing is working. And it's a lot of this thanks to you. Thanks to you watching and you supporting and you praying as well for us. And all this is during a pandemic. And so, listen, God is moving in such powerful ways in uh, we we are just you know excited about it. There's another dream I just want to tag on to what 2021 is going to look like, and we are continuing to move forward with our brand new building process. Granted, it has been a little bumpy through the the pandemic and the COVID-19 situation, but we are working hard with designers and builders and city permits and engineers to get some final estimates on a building. And so one of the things we have done, though, is we've reduced or scaled back the size of the building in order to reduce the construction cost. And so we are going through every facet of that building and and trying to make decisions. Is this necessary? Is it a want or a need? And and getting down to the needs, because I feel that it's so important for us to get from our portable situation into a building as soon as we possibly yep. can. And so the size of building may be reduced. A dream is not reduced at all. Amen. And so that's all going to happen over this next year. We see that coming about. And so it's exciting. So I know God's up to something great through our church. And and really, you know, churches all over the nation, we're hearing great stories as well. Absolutely. But but I feel like God's, you know, got pouring into us right now. There's a momentum in what we're doing through this difficult season. And so we need to pray uh, for all that God is doing through us and kind of, you know, I guess in some way, keep that momentum going through prayer. But I also want you to know that if when we're thinking about the need of this early church and they had needs, they were, the church had grown, there was momentum in the church, but they found themselves needing volunteers and they found their answer and 
I want to share with you their answer and let you know you're part of our answer just like it was for them. So looking back at the text in Acts chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, it says, So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. And so in other words, they, they looked out into their congregation, to their church. And just like Eli and I, we're looking out into our church right now. And it says from that, from those believers, they selected seven men. They selected seven people that could help carry that responsibility. And so for the early church, the answer to the need that they had, which helped them fulfill the dream of reaching people, it was sitting. The answer was sitting in their church. They were there. From the church body, the people were selected and they began to serve in their church. And that caused the, the dream to come about. That right. caused them to continue to grow. And I feel like just in the same way of that early church, their answer was sitting there. And so is ours. Our answer is with us. Uh, we have through you and through our church body, everything we need for the right. next season. And so we really want to help fulfill the dream that God has put in the heart of our church and our leadership. It's in your heart. I know it is. We all want to help people find life in Jesus. We want to see more lives change. We want to see more people come to Christ. I mean, all of us want that. And so in order for that to happen, though, we have to somewhat respond like this early church did where they selected people or maybe you can select yourself for us, but you can get involved and help us move forward. And so I, I just if you would kind of pose it like this, if you're taking notes, if you would just write down, I am the answer and and you are you're part of the answer. You're part of the solution. You're part of what helps move our church forward and do all that God wants to do. Uh, together with God's help, there isn't anything we can't accomplish. So together, though it's together, we're better together with God's help. When we bring all that together, I just know God can do so much through our church body. And so we're experiencing a lot of great things, and I know God has more for us. And we're already seeing people that are serving and doing a great job. And I just want to pause on the message for a moment and just say to all of the volunteers that are already participating, thank you so much. Uh, you're doing yes. an amazing job, and and I, you know, we just appreciate it. There are already people that are serving in our kids' ministries. We have people that come in and, and set up the chairs today. That's one thing we have to do: and set up the chairs. Outside and the flags are going on. Are... We sanitize the chairs yep. between services, and uh, parking team is out there. We have people at the first time guest booth. I mean, there's already so much happening, and I'm just so grateful. So. Uh, from Eli and I and our entire staff, we just want all those that are involved to know that we appreciate you, we love you, we thank you so much. You are being a part of the solution and the answer, and you are helping move our church forward. It's great. Uh, we love you so much. Um, so teamwork, though, is what makes God's dream work. Teamwork. And so all together, we are going to make it happen for 2021. Every volunteer is part of every life change story. And I think that's important because what you do matters. It's, you're not just out there pointing people to a parking spot. It's so much bigger and so much you know, wider and deeper than that. When people feel like they've been greeted and welcomed and they feel comfortable coming in, then they're able to come into an environment. When someone uh, you know, helps them find a seat and when the chairs have been sanitized and, and people feel comfortable in the environment, then they open their hearts up to hear what God has to say. They, they open their hearts up in worship and they experience God. And so everything that we do in the serving isn't about just a task. It's about the people that are coming. 
Every chair represents a person. Every person has a story and every story matters to God. And so like, it's, it's a wonderful thought that, that you play a role and listen, if it matters to God, then it matters to us. And so I'm just grateful for every person that is already serving. And I know that all those that are going to jump in after this message are going to help us. And every life change story, though, is your story. You get to know it. You get to participate and you get the rewards of it. And so I love it. I love it. Eli, would you take just a minute, though, when it comes to a servant, someone that serves, there's a heart attitude that's got to be Absolutely. there. And so, so this is the next part of this text. And so kind of take it to a moment of, of what we, you know, what is in our heart to yeah. serve. So one of the most important things that any of us can have is a servant's heart. I think this goes beyond church. I mean, this is, this is more important than, you know, just what's happening in church in your houses and your homes. You mean for your wife? You're supposed <laughs> yeah. to have a servant's heart for her? Yeah, 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 <laughs> for that too. So it goes so much more beyond that for, you know, my wife, your kids. I mean, there is a servant's heart. Is so it's just needed in all, you know, all facets of your life. In Acts 2, it says, Select seven men who are well-respected and are full of the Spirit, and of wisdom and are well-respected. So who are well-respected, full of spirit, and have wisdom. And we'll give them this responsibility. So here's a quick breakdown of these three hard attitudes. So we see in a parable in Matthew 25, 23. You've probably heard this parable before. And it says this, The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling the small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. I love that. Let's celebrate together. Let's do. Exactly. And next, it is said for a servant's heart. Hey, let me back up one yep. second. Hey, the first thing it said was well-respected people. Yep. So uh, just to tag on there, um, because a, a person that's well-respected in this, they were known in their church. Yep. Like, so the leaders knew them. They didn't sure. just randomly go, oh, you know, they, they had served or they had already shown themselves faithful. They had shown themselves dependable. And so, so really that's the heart for you and I, Absolutely. for anyone in, in any capacity, like you mentioned, Absolutely. whether it's home or not, like we have to show up and be faithful to those things. Absolutely. And that's, that's the part. And so well done, good and faithful servant. Absolutely. Sorry, I just want to throw that in there. I love that. I like that. So the next is that we should be full of the spirit. So not only should we work hard and do our tasks, but we should also pray hard. That means if you are right now at home watching this or in a car or wherever you're really watching this from, you are praying for the service. You are praying before the service starts or before you're watching it or before Sunday morning. You're praying for the service that people show up, that they get saved, that they get healed, they find freedom, that there is hope in this place. Be praying into that. That's something that a servant's heart does. They're praying into that because they're full of the Spirit and they're full of that faith. So the best volunteers, they're both faithful to their roles. They're both yep. doing it but they're also full of the Spirit as well. So good, Eli. We have a great church that's full of the Spirit. That's so, so we good. have a fantastic culture of that already. And also the last one is, is that they had wisdom. They were wise. Mm. So we see in this story there were seven men, and they were selected to do more than just fulfill a task. They were you know, asked to do more than just seat people or park people, but instead they took ownership. They said, this is ours. So there's a reason for this. There is purpose for this. Mm, that's good. And when they did that, they were given the responsibility so a good volunteer, they're great at completing a task, but a great volunteer, 
sees how to improve and make it better and does the task, but also goes over and beyond. They make sure that their role is better and they just take complete ownership of that That's area. Great. That's great. Can I just give an example of that if Go I may it. interrupt you for Absolutely. a second? Uh, because I love this thought of wisdom and the way you said that is definitely there are people that can, you know, check off the serve Absolutely. task and, and get that done. But but to take ownership is that part where you see your role and you think, how do I make it better? And we have a group of people that have excelled at this, and I want to oh, give them a shout about. out. Um, so we have a group of people that's on our chair setup ministry. And I, now listen, there's just something about me, and I don't know what it is, Eli, but I like on Sunday those chairs to be exactly like straight and like, I like to look at all the different angles and you ought to be able to see everything line up. They need to have the exact right angle to the platform. And, and I don't know, I'm just weird about it. That's about the only thing I'm really weird like that. And we have this group that figured out what I was trying to do and they crush it. They've come up with tools to straighten it out. They have strings fire. they came up with to stretch out across the roads to it's make them straight. Really. And so shout out to our chair ministry yes. people. It's awesome. Yes, so, yes, but yes. I like that because what happened was is they found out what we were trying to do and they made it better. Yep. It's so great. It's a so ownership great. and it's awesome. And now they so, make you very happy because of I it. I love it. It's awesome. All right. So listen, we've been through several areas through this text. And the last part here is we want to talk about what happened in the church when all these volunteers came together? What was the results of that? So this would be the results. And so out back of the text here in Acts chapter 6, 5, and 7, uh, let me just read you kind of the results of what happened when people pitched in and, and everything began to happen. It says, first of all, everyone liked this idea. Well, everyone liked it when everything started getting taken care of. And that's true with all of us. When the church is at its best is when all the needs are as best we possibly can being met. And it just takes a lot of volunteers to do that. And so in this church, it all started coming together, working for them. And so everyone was happy. Uh, everyone liked it. I, I want a happy church. And so what that means, though, is that everyone together helps serve each other and all those needs get met. And generally, when, you know, the majority of the people are serving, then the load isn't too heavy on a smaller group of people. And so often in church life, and we've experienced it at times, fortunately, we haven't been in this place in a long time, but where you have just a small group of people trying to do everything and they wear out and burn out. So fortunately, we're not in any situation like that. Uh, we are uh, expanding our serve teams because we see so much more to come. And so, but when everyone serves, then everyone gets served. And so I just think that's why everybody was so happy. Everyone was being served. Uh, to follow in that verse, in verse 7, it says, So, and so meaning as a result of all the volunteers and everyone pitching in, so God's message continued to spread. So lives were being changed. You mentioned at the beginning of the message, there were thousands of people that were now part of this church. And so, you know, up to five, six, seven, eight thousand people were now people. part of this. And, and so and it happened quickly. And so, you know, basically there was a revival happening. And so I think the better together, the whole idea, and one of the reasons we're talking about it is we want to see God move powerfully. And it takes that, that coming together for that to happen. And so in this church, God's message continued to spread. And it went on to say that the numbers of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem. So in other words, Jerusalem was being impacted by the church. 
And so we want to see our city, I'm right now in Wilmington, so we want to see Wilmington impacted. But, but if you live in Dallas, Texas, we want to see Dallas impacted. We want to see Good wherever Cowboys. you are. And I'm, I'm not sure that we're really going to make, you know, you and I in Dallas, Texas. But, um, but hey, there are people there and you make a difference there. But the numbers of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and even some of the priests were converted as well. The church grew through all the new converts, and I just believe that's a picture of what God wants to do through our church as well. I believe God wants to see us come together more and more. We all pitch in to serve, do our part, and then I believe God can just pour through that and do great Absolutely. things. So it's awesome. It's awesome. So Eli, I'm going to kind of close out with yep. a next step for everybody. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining me for this today. I loved you so being here. Uh, it's so great. You did a great job too. Uh, God's got his hand on you and it's amazing to see you you shining in, in ministry in so many ways. Love it. I love it. So next step is we want to invite you to serve, to get involved. And so for you that are online, some of you will be ready to come back and start serving, especially by the first of the year. And so we would love for you to go ahead and sign up now, register now, so that we can get training and, and get you prepared. Uh, some of you are ready to come back now, and so we can get you involved as well. And for those of you that just aren't ready, uh, Eli is going to work on how to involve you uh, so you can serve at home in, in ways, unique yep. ways. And so, so we're going to try to make a way for everyone to be involved in our church. So if you go to the website, scroll down just a little bit, there's a place that says serve. And so you can find the, the link there to sign up to serve. And really there are four main areas that we're highlighting today. And so our Kids Life Ministry that's an area of, of need for us. As we expand to that next service, we're going to need to rebuild the volunteer team. And, and I'll tell you what, the, the people that serve in our kids' ministries, um, what they do is, is like so valuable for a young person. So much. Listen, you're not only holding a child. But I love it. I've seen some of our volunteers when, when they're kind of rocking a child, praying over that child. It's amazing. Uh, you know, if you're in the kid's life and you're part of a, one of the small groups of the children, you're, you're giving them godly values. It's amazing. So there's so many ways that you can help in kid's life. You may even want to be someone that helps in some ways, like with check-in with our kid's ministry. So, you know, so when you go sign up, hit that kid's ministry box. We'll involve you there. Host teams, Eli mentioned earlier about the host teams. And so maybe you'd be more comfortable as uh, someone that serves um, in the parking lot, uh, maybe as a greeter, uh, ushers security, security, or whatever it is. Yeah. There's so many places. And so uh, that might be a place that you go, hey, that really fits me best. Uh, our tech team, uh, a little bit of a technical um, area there. Um, I think we could train you to, to do most of those areas. Sure. But if you happen to have some skill in tech, then, you know, we definitely want to hear from you. And so that would be great. So whether it's the sound equipment, lights, cameras, uh, we'll, we'll find a way to, to involve everyone. You, yes. So, and then there's a box there for online support. And so if that's going to be how you feel is your best place to serve, we would love for you to be a part of that. So go to lifecc.com and get registered. There's also going to be a, a spot there also. And if none of those areas just fit your full out passion, 
Uh, let us know what your passion is. You can just fill it in and say, this is something that I'm very passionate about. And then if it fits, if it fits, you know, our vision and there's a way for us to make it happen, we, we want to facilitate that to the best of our abilities. So we may get you to serve in one of the areas while you do your passion, yeah. but but one way or another, we want everybody to find set up their and tear fit. down. Oh yeah, set up. Did we say set up and tear down? I don't think so, but well, it's on the host team. Yes, so, it's on there. So we'll need you, and it's you know we just need everybody, and God's going to do great things. So so that's it for our message today, Eli. I want to yes. close though with one last part, and that's a salvation invitation. You may be you know listening in today in. Maybe all this is brand new to you, and, and maybe you're like, I, I'm not, I don't know about serving. I don't even know if I know about church and right. what all this is about. And so the most important thing I can tell you today are these four thoughts. And one is about you, and you need to know you are loved by God. God loves you. He cares for you. He has a plan for your life. He wants to be in a close relationship with you. He wants to know you and you live with him from now all the way into eternity. He loves you. He cares for you. The Bible says that God so loved us, uh, so loved, not just kind of love, but like he so loves you. And that's the first thing. The second thing is about man, which is you and I. And man is sinful, and that sin is what separated us from God. And so there are no perfect people. And so if you're sitting there listening to this, this is a, a, a message of judgment judgment on you. Uh, none of us are perfect. And so we've all sinned and we've all missed it. And that sin separates us from, from God. The beauty is, though, is God made a way. And His way is through Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus is the answer. The reason it's the answer is because Jesus died on the cross as a payment for our sin. In other words, everything that we did that separated us from God, all that sin, some way there has to be a, a price or a penalty that's given for that. Uh, so, so there's just a payment. Well, Jesus, he said, I'll take your penalty so you can be free and you can have that relationship with our Heavenly Father. And so what do we do then? We just accept Jesus as our Savior and so we're just going to say a prayer together. And this would be your prayer to say, I believe in Jesus to be my Savior. And so if you're listening in, this is a great moment for you just to say this prayer and know that your life is forever changed, that you are now part of God's big family and, right. and He loves you and He wants you to come in. And honestly, between Eli and I, you know, we, we had a moment where we gave our life to Christ, the best decision we ever made. And we want that for you as well. So let's just bow our heads. Father, we thank you for this day. I thank you for the message that we had today about uh, serving. And Lord, I pray that people would jump in and they would serve. But Father, right now, for anyone that does not know you, I ask that they would give their life to you. And so if this is you, would you just say this after me? Just wherever you are, just say, Dear God, thank you for Jesus. He died on the cross for my sins. I receive forgiveness today. I receive my salvation today. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's awesome. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for joining us in a different environment. I yeah, love absolutely. being here with Eli today. Thank you. It's great to be part of a church body, and we're all part of this church together. And so whether you're online or you're in person, we're all one big church doing this together. We're yes. better together. We love you. God bless.